Are we okay? I'm worried about these fabric chairs. I'm not going to lie, because I am a sweaty lady right now. That's okay. You don't have to sit in it later. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's the intro. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> well, before we go into that, we just oh. want to... We're in a new room. We're in um, a specifically made room for podcasting. We, we found cool? a little studio yeah. that we could use, yeah. and I hate having lights in my office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, so here we are. Yeah. This is an experiment. Could be terrible it could be but you know what we like to try things yeah. and also the mood lighting it really creates a lot of shadows on our faces. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's probably fine it has been like two and a half weeks since we've been able to podcast what did i say earlier two and a half weeks i said a joke yeah you did you and said two and a half weeks an earthquake and a hurricane, and a hurricane later, later. Yeah. And I didn't know about the earthquake. Yeah. Uh, so Jonathan and I, part of the reason why it's been two weeks is we were in California. Uh-huh. Uh, we literally booked tickets because we were like, we need a vacation. We need to go. Yeah, they did. They work really hard. Jonathan's been doing a million shows, so he gets home at like midnight every day and then has to get up for work by nine. Relatable. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I have been tired. <laughs> so I tried not to peek the microphone. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. He turned it down. I, I can see you're you're fine. Um. So we were like, let's get away. Let's take yeah. a trip. We booked a trip to California with no agenda. In retrospect, we should have checked the weather. Checked the weather. <laughs> uh, because literally, not not an hour after we had booked everything, the hotel, car. Uh, flight. Yeah. Uh, we uh, Jonathan's dad called us and was like, "There's a hurricane in LA," <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, when is it hitting?" Literally the day you get there. And you guys still went. And well, what are we gonna do? We booked everything. It was like I don't know. Did they not refund? I don't know. And I feel like with airlines, it's always a mess, anyways, and I don't want to deal with it. So we were like, whatever, we're getting there right before it hits, so we shouldn't have any problems with the flight, and then we'll just, like, see what happens. Sure. So we we literally left on Sunday, hurricane hit that night. And you saw what happened. <laughs> and we, while we were there, so hurricane is happening, there's, like, tons of rain. It wasn't as windy as I thought. Oh, really? Which is weird, where we were. We were in, like, more Anaheim area. Orange the County. The best place in California, in my personal opinion. Oh, the OC. Because Disney. Because Disney. So we decided to go, well, like, let's go to downtown Disney in the rain. That'll be fun. It was horrible. <laughs> Pouring rain, <laughs> torrential rain, flooding everywhere. Ponchos um, everywhere. <laughs> ponchos everywhere. On us? No, absolutely not. Uh, I had, like, a coat on, soaked through the coat, like a rain oh jacket on both of us, soaked through the, our rain jackets. Uh. And while we were in downtown Disney, earthquake. <laughs> what? You were there? 
You were there? Why are you laughing? Your five, safety was in question. 5.1? Holy balls. Or 5.2, I don't know. 5 point something earthquake. So not a small earthquake, not a large earthquake, I will say. But not just like a nothing earthquake. It happened while we were in downtown Disney. Did you feel so it? So we survived a little bit. There was like a little rock. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is like kind of fun. Uh, so literally we survived a hurricane and um, an earthquake in Disneyland. That's what happened to us. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> okay. Uh, growing up in science classes, they would always talk about how if lots of things, like if, if the, the earth, if Jesus were coming again, let's be honest. We never talked about religion in school, Jesus. but basically. the Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that rude? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, no idea. Anyways, they would talk about how if, if things like that happen, California would just drop off. Yeah, it would, like it would break, drop off. I, the... I, I, there's like evidence that if there's a big enough earthquake, it'll like literally break California off and then from sink. the United States. <laughs> yeah. It would sink, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know. Something would Does happen. Does anybody know how it, like, far in the earth you need? Like if you're like in, in like the most Midwest or like middle of the United States area, how far do you have to drill before you hit water? Cause Oh, drill like yeah. into the ground. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I assume it mostly we're depends. Floating, right. Well, we're everything floating. is, every, we're floating on magma. Tectonic plates are on magma. Right. So but it, like, it would never mind. There's like that. a water table everywhere, but like the water table would be different here in Utah. Cause in Utah, it would probably be, you'd have to drill more. Than mm-hmm. like in the Midwest because we're like we're higher up. Yeah, I assume, or maybe less because the mountains have a lot of runoff. I don't know how it works. Science. I'm gonna be honest with you. There's a I did not do science. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing I remember from science, quite honestly, is that little bit kind of whatever. Um, tectonic plates, yeah. earthquakes, and genes. Genes. Like, like the geneses. Yeah. Where do you get? Like widow's peaks and oh, widow's yeah. peaks and like your eye color and all those like things. the chance of getting whatever yeah. eye color and and you're rolling. But the don't dice ask game. me about it truly. Yeah, I just don't, remember learning specifics. No, we don't know yeah. her. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not something we can give. Which I think is funny. <laughs> I think it is very funny that like in science class they're like, this will help the kids remember. And then you play like a dice game. I probably move this. I keep hitting the damn microphone. Sorry. After a brief moment. Don't, don't throw a pillow. <laughs> uh, Who knows if that's right now? <clears throat> Anyways. Do, do we want to? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Um, something about science and how don't ask us specifics. They Yeah, it's like, they were like, this will help the kids remember. You play a dice game. Oh, sure. You're like, I don't remember what the f*** we were talking about, but I do remember the dice game. <laughs> Isn't that so sad? Yeah, super I, sad. Completely honest. Education failed. <laughs> okay, but like that's a real thing. I okay. What was popcorn on my wrist? Tana was chomping popcorn. Before. I was. We're not in any way endorsed by that. that's wet from my mouth on it. But <laughs> ew. What? Well, did you, did you just like stuff your face into the yeah. bag? Yeah. Fun. It's this boom check a pop for good. people that are listening and oh, not yeah, watching. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> boom chicka pop. Boom chicka pop. The sweet and salty kettle corn. Yeah. I've never had this before. 
And it really, it just really I think it's made from chickpeas. What? I don't think that's true. Oh. Anyways, how was your week? <laughs> My week. Well, <clears throat> I guess two weeks, the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, I turned 33. <gasps> and now I'm ancient even more. So. Happy birthday. <laughs> we did go, we went to That was good. Dinner. What was that called? The Dodo? The Dodo in Salt Lake City. Yeah. It was very yummy. I got this dish. It was... Like, it was like a cold pasta. It was it was like an Perfecto. Asian dish. It was Asian cold noodles. It was so good. Yeah. And they had a um, a, a peanut sauce. I mm. was living for it. And then I ate my leftovers. Thank you, Sarah, for reminding me that I had leftovers <laughs> that next day. Because I got home from work and it was like 8.30, 9, 9 o'clock. And I was like, gosh, I'm hungry. I should order food. And she's like, Tana, there are leftovers, leftovers. in the fridge. Please eat them. And I was like, oh. <gasps> No, that was Monday night because we went out on Sunday. Yeah. It was a Monday. Anyway, um, but then I reheated it and it was like a whole new meal. Oh, because it was cold versus hot. Yes, it was so good. And I was like, oh, we need to do this more. Like eat cold pasta and then like you want a little spice in it up. A little different, (laughs) different mouthfeel, a little bit different sensation. Heat that shiz up. It was so good. Anyway. So yeah, I turned 33 and I got to celebrate it with you on my actual day. Mm-hmm. We went and got couples massages. I got naked completely. I didn't. He didn't. I'm afraid. <laughs> I've even, like, we've done couples massages like Jonathan and I, and I I can't. Really? I, I don't know what it is. There's just like a, I understand that the masseuse probably doesn't care at this point because they've seen a lot of butts, but I'm like. Well, they don't look at do you, Chukas. I mean, you're going to see a little something. Yeah, you're if you're cool. doing a little... Boop, boop. You're right. You're going to see something. That she does go upwards or yeah. over. Yeah. I So, I don't know. I can't do it. That's fair. But I got naked, and <laughs> I was like, I'm taking my clothes off. And he was like, okay, I'll turn around. And I crouched down and was like, I'm getting on the bed. Don't look. <laughs> and it was the best massage I think really I've ever nice. had. It was really She nice. did cupping. She didn't do that for me. And I... Rude. Died. It was... So the parts where she left the cups to sit and, like, really work Mm -hmm. were where my body really needed it, which was, do you want to come in? Oh. No? No. Okay. It was just Jonathan, our amazing (laughs) producer, is eating some (laughs) snackums. Just checking on us. But anyway, she left the cups by my my shoulder blades because that's where... My shoulders are where I carry most of my stress. Yeah. But when she was going down my spine. With the cups? Like as they were sucking? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It got to about the middle of my back, just a little bit lower. And it felt like my muscles finally, for for the first time in years, were able to go like this. Oh. And it was a sensation that I wish I could repeat. Like I'm (laughs) genuinely (laughs) considering learning how to do cupping. On just for myself, huh. because I don't know if I would, it would be, it probably wouldn't be the same feeling, but that release of pain and tension just in that area was that good. Insane. It was absolutely huh. insane. She didn't do that for me. She just gave me, she gave me like hot stones <gasps> and that was nice, mm-hmm. but not cupping. Didn't do that. Next time we go, we should I mean, specifically do that. Yes. Ask for the cupping. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry they didn't do that for you. I asked for it. Maybe it was just for, yeah. maybe they, it was like, because they did a few extra things for your birthday. 
which was nice. They yeah. did like a wax treatment on our feet. Yeah, they did. That one I did request because I was like, my feet. So I don't know if people care much about this, but like your feet are a map of your body. I've so heard that. I've heard it, that. You can like, actually feel the release in like your head. I really want to know like how, because like a lot of things people say and then later it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how true that is. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I remember even like growing up, do you remember like it was an as seen on TV commercial thing where they have like these pads that you stick to your feet and it's supposed to dry out all the toxins? I do. I'm like, that's got to be fake. It, it, but I'm, like, I'm sure it is. But I'm interested to see like, because I've seen like, uh, physical therapists will show maps of the feet and they're like, this is connected to your spine. This is connected to your butt. This is connected to your head. Like yeah. things like that. And I'm, I really want to know how true that is. Well, I, I, at least feel wise. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Cause man, oh man, it's my favorite when they work on my hands and my feet. Yeah. Uh, it does. Feel really I love good. it so much. It's so good. But yeah, so we went, we went and did the massage. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be one of those places where you like, get in a robe and they give you like cucumber slices and you sit there and you're like, mm. I mean, we didn't do a full spa treatment. So maybe it, we should do that. We should save up for that. I want to experience that. I feel like that would be, fun. would be so fun. Cause the place that we, me and Jonathan went, you had the option of going and getting in a robe and did you No. Oh. it was that just, it just felt weird to be like for two minutes while we get a massage and then get back in your regular clothes. You fair. know what I mean? That's fair. If you're going to like undress anyways yeah. in the room. If you're not going to do like like a, a full day. Wrap, yeah. Or, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, so we went, to, we went to there and you should go, anybody, if you're in Utah, it's Mountainside Spa. It's yeah, literally were, at the base of the mountain. They were good. Gorgeous view. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous driving up there. And then afterwards, we were relatively close to a Cheesecake Factory, which yeah. is... If I'm completely honest, it's my favorite place to go. Like, okay, basic white girl stuff. Everyone but like, I love it. It's gonna be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were too far away from Oteo's, which is my second favorite place oh, to go. Oteo's is really good. It's a I local taco it. place. But it's, it's like, like Asian fusion tacos. It's yeah, so super good. good. So good. Ugh, now I want it. But they're closed on Sunday and Mondays. Yeah, they are. Um <clears throat> we should go there. Yeah, I love Oteos. We should go there soon. <laughs> soon. Um soon. But yeah, so we went and we got Cheesecake Factory, and then um, I dropped Jace back off, and then I went to my show rehearsal, and it was so nice. Like, I didn't tell anybody it was my birthday, um, but my double had seen on my on my social media, because I had posted videos of us mm-hmm. just piddle farting around, and she was like, it's your birthday? And so she actually told, she told the director, Brooklyn, that I'd mentioned in a couple yeah. episodes ago, um, and she wasn't performing in that, that run. It was me, and, and so... Brooklyn was like, hey, take my money, go get her a cake. Take so my, my, my double, I just hit the cord, sorry. That's okay. My double went to Costco and got me a birthday cake. Aww. It was so nice. I was like, my goodness. I don't know if you feel this way. And maybe this is, I would love to hear other people's comments, but do you feel uncomfortable planning your birthday? I do. We talked about this a couple times ago. We, yeah, because for my birthday, I just invited my family over and we made pizzas for them. Mm-hmm. I feel uncomfortable planning like a big party because I think that feels weird but I think at this point in my life I'm like my birthday's not for me anymore true I think that's my biggest mentality now so like I'm I'm old like people aren't gonna throw me like a big bash or a surprise party so like the only person that's gonna do that is myself Mm -hmm. and I do feel uncomfortable planning my own Mm -hmm. thing so I'm just like I'll just do like a little gathering for my family 
Sometimes I really wish that somebody would plan me a surprise party <laughs> I know, or just too. something. Sarah did it. My roommate Sarah did it for me. I think the last time she did it for me was like 2017 mm-hmm. or 2018. And then the rest of the time I did it. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel so weird. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was, and and because I work so much and, and don't get a break, that was a much needed day of going to get a massage and just piddle farting around. It was, and stuff like that doesn't feel like you're planning a bash. It's just like yeah. celebrating your birthday. Yeah, it was kind. Of, it was really do it nice. like doing some self care, and I think that's. Yeah. I I think if there's anything like any good way to do it, that's the way. Yeah. As opposed to like throwing yourself a big party. I just realized. No, fa- no offense, I guess. Like if people want to do that, yeah. you're welcome you to do, do stuff if for you, yourself. You sh- totally should do it. I don't. I think there's th- like go for it. But for me personally. I feel a little bit egotistical when yeah, I do stuff like that. Too. The only time I was like really proud of it was my 30th when I did the Disney th- theme that was party. Fun. Nobody could come unless they were in a Disney costume. Or like Disney bounded. Or Disney bounded. And everybody came in costumes. Yeah. It, it was, was amazing. And I painted myself purple and I was mm-hmm. Ursula. It was crazy. That outfit was wild. It was amazing. That whole thing was crazy too because I had asked a friend to make me the ball gown version of Ursula, the like really pretty purple, like bottom dress. that looks like purple seaweed. Yeah. Um, and they never ended up doing it. And then they, <laughs> they made the corset for her, but I didn't have bottoms. So I went to my favorite theater in the whole wide world. And I would do anything for them is the hail Orem. Mm-hmm. And they were so nice. And for my birthday, they let me use the Ursula costume. And I That's was, so I nice. lucked out. It fit me perfectly. It was amazing. Oh Love that. But, but yeah, so then after my birthday, um, I just worked and worked and worked a lot. And then this last week was tech week, but it was also, um, so the way that the theater works is that they don't have a normal like tech week and then preview week for people. They just, because it's a for-profit theater, mm-hmm. they cannot take breaks. So they, they close a show that on the Saturday before, uh-huh. and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is tech. Oh, so it's like, so at that theater consistently, no matter what, there's a show Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just for tech week. The rest of the time it's open Monday through Saturdays. Wild. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah. That makes sense actually. Yeah. 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 No, I don't think about the shows there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like towards the end of the run, it like, it's so much more crisp. Yeah. Every time I go to that theater. But the audience loves it. They love seeing oh, yeah. that. It's such a cool experience as a performer because, like, they, they, they love They fully it embrace that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. They love it when you break character or you go off script. Like, they love that stuff. Yeah. Because then they're like. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so Tech Week, Monday we introduced Light and Sound. And then Tuesday we introduced um, choreog- er, choreography. We introduced like that a while ago. Um, we introduced costumes. Yeah. That's crazy too. For people that don't know, usually theaters have like a full tech week is a week mm-hmm. and it goes from like Mondays to five, Saturdays. 5 p.m. to like midnight. Yeah. Like so long. Yep. And it, cause you're fine tuning every little detail, but yeah, this theater, can we say it or no? Do they, does this feel like slander or is it just how it is? <laughs> what are you going to say? It'll I'm just going to, at this theater, like everything is 
silly and goofy so they nothing's refined yeah but they're they're intense about it like they want they want you they want you to know your script they want you to know that stuff right so that you can then deviate from it um but still keep on keep the flow of the show and stuff like they're very they they really do want to have good pacing and all of that stuff but yeah they they love it when you can play too but you have to learn your material before you do that and that's at any theater sure like like i mean if you're on Broadway, they probably don't allow you to deviate from the script. Well, I think there's I think there's a certain point when there's like legalities involved yeah. with like But because this is a parody theater and they write all their own scripts. Yeah. They they're like you do you you can play. Yeah. So <clears throat> That's funny. Um I love it. I love the Desert Star and they treat you so so beautifully. Um in fact, the Hale Orem and the Desert Star Theater have been so incredible to work for. Like I, I support them. But yeah. Good. And then that Wednesday, so that t- Monday and Tuesday, we introduced all the tech elements and costumes. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday we had preview nights. Mm-hmm. So I performed at the six o'clock and then my double did the eight thirty show. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so, what, and then wild. we opened three shows a day is crazy too. We, well, this theater does four shows a day on Saturdays. <clears throat> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I've never done four, but I have done three. Um, and because my schedule is so crazy with me going to Hawaii in a couple weeks, uh-huh. um, I was supposed to go to China to see my best friend Tirza, but China doesn't allow people to get visas right now. Yeah, well, they really do, hard. but it, they've actually made it it's very, very process. hard to, yeah, to actually do it. So my roommate Sarah and I are going to go to Hawaii, which I'm looking forward to just being lazy. What kind of vacationer yeah. are you? Are you a planner? I'm no. not a planner. Like, there are things I want to do, but I'm like, okay. I would rather relax. Here's the issue. Because I think I think if people plan things really well, there there is, like, beach time. There's, like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. There's, like, relaxation time. The problem with me is that I am not a planner, but I will – I'm super stoked to attend a planned vacation. Mm-hmm. So, like – so someone else plans for you. And yeah. Like, yeah, I'm along <laughs> for the ride. That's fair. That's fair. That's what I like, I think. Because I like – I like not being bored, but having relaxation time. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the, I, <clears throat> unless it's Disney, I'm just like, let's go. And then I have a list of things that I want to do, but I don't like plan out every single day. That's interesting. I feel like with theme parks specifically, I'm like, I'm da- like that one specifically. I, because we're going to a place and we're going to be there all day, I'm like, I don't want to plan that at all. Because mm-hmm. then you're just like going with the flow of like wait times. Like yeah. you're looking at the app and you're like, oh, this is only five minutes. Let's go there. Yeah. That's how I. Th- so I've been. I'm I'm that way. That's that's how I like to do it. Just because I know Disneyland like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. And I just love being there and I'm happy to go wherever. Um but I've been I've been to Disney with people who really like to plan things out to make sure that they hit everything. I'm also happy to do that. Yeah. But on my birthday, on my birthday, well, I went I went on my birthday last year. But in April when I went with John, mm-hmm. um, we just went with the flow. Like the yeah. only thing we both wanted to do was to see Goofy because I Disney bound as him. Yeah. And that was it. And the rest of the time it was just whatever. When we get there, we get there. We have that's, 17 that's hours I, in the park. I, that's what I really like doing. Because we went with Jonathan's whole family. Yeah. And so there's like 20 people that you're trying to like work Whoa. with. Whoa. Did you guys separate at all? No. You went every single place. Like it potty was. breaks together. Wow. 
no offense, don't recommend it. Sure. It's in, it's intense because no one, because then you're mixing people that are planners and that are not planners. And that's the number one no-no. Because <laughs> then you're like, well, what are we doing? Like, there's people that are like, then what are we doing? And we're like. Going with the flow. Let's look at the wait times. I don't know. Like, mm. and so people get really intense about it. Not my favorite yeah. thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a large group. It is a lot of people. I'm really impressed, actually, that you guys didn't separate at all. Yeah. Except for probably when you were going we to were the there, you know, so, Okay. So, actually, I will say, we went, we had five-day tickets, which also is too long. Okay. That's what you say, but I would die. No, I would love it so much. It's give, too somebody long. give me five-day tickets to It's the too long, especially if you are with people like that, because, okay, so this is what happened. We get there. Uh, Jonathan, half of Jonathan's family gets there. And then we go with them. Uh-huh. The other half gets there the next day. We go with them. So it's really intense for like two days. Yeah. And then the next day, half of them leave. And so we go again with just half of them, the other half. And then the the last day, just us. So it was like really, really intense. And by the end of it, I'm like, I don't even want to go. I just want to be, hang out. Wow. It's really wild. So I think that was the mistake. Yeah. If it was five days where it was just us and we were just wandering around the whole time, that could be fun. But yeah, because in that way you have a little bit of freedom to like find this. You could do things. anything. Yeah. And you you you're not like rushing to do anything. Yeah. I wanna but, yeah. I wanna go on a plaid coat tour sometime. It's like three thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Very expensive. So one of my best friends uh, used to work there as okay. in, a pl- in a plaid. Uh huh. Um, and he would very consistently. So like, well, when, whenever we're there and he's giving a tour or like afterwards, if he's that has some free time, he would always come and just hang out with us. And I so love he, that. He would take us. And it's super kind of him. And I would never like he's offered before to like get us tickets to Disneyland. And I'm the type of person where I'm like, I can't do that to you because I don't I, want like our friendship to be based on mm. you getting me tickets somewhere. Like I, I get that. But if they're I get, offering... I know, but there's like something in my head where I'm like, I can't, I can't get myself... You don't myself. want them to feel like they're used. I get yeah. that. And but Which is so nice. But like, he'll just come and hang out with us. And so like, he got us to the front of like Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion. And then we just go in and... And it was during Halloween. So like, the line for Haunted Mansion is insane. I actually feel so like a lot of plaid coats do that for their friends. I don't yeah. think that's super uncommon. I think that that's true. Um... But I just, I want to be clear that, Safe. like, I'm yeah. not, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and I'm I'm the kind of person that my friends have always, the ones that work there are always like, come, just come. Yeah. I'm like, okay, because I'm broke AF, even though I work a shiz ton. Sure. <laughs> my student loans and then my kidney stone medical bills really just haunt me. Yeah. <laughs> so all of my money is always Welcome gone. to America. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, Anyways, yeah, I get that. Weeks. That's so... What? Good weeks. Good weeks, yes. Good weeks. And then um, my show opened. And now my show is open. So if you... The, my show doesn't end until November 4th. And I have... If you're following me, I have posted my show dates. So if you want to come see my show... I'm not sure if this will be out by then, it. but maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows I mean, happens. I would assume we have two weeks worth of content that was never made. That's true. And this is episode seven, and the next episode is five, so... Five, six, seven. Yeah. It'll probably still be going. So yeah, go to the Desert Star. In yeah, Murray Sandyish. Murray, Utah. Yeah, yeah, right, almost right next to the <clears> hospital. 
Okay. I just realized that we do not have chat GPT here. Yeah. Screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're grateful for the time that we spent with you, but we have broken up. Uh, I was going to say, so another thing that I did this week is I watched Shit's Creek <gasps> again for the first time in a long time. Oh my gosh. It was such a good show. One thing I realized that I had never caught, like, I think I had caught, but I had never, like, fully processed, is that, like, how important Twyla as a character is. Mm. Because, I don't know if you remember, but in the last season, towards the end, she reveals that she has, like, millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so she's, like, the perfect foil to, like, the roses in in the way of, like, they just lost all their money. Yeah. She gained all of her money so they're like crossing in this this crazy intersect and she gained it like right before they got there yeah like from what she says it was like right before the rosers got there and if you watch the show like with that knowledge it's really interesting because she's always like giving them advice or like telling them anecdotes that apply to them yeah Yeah. and she because she knows Mm -hmm. because she knows what it's like to be broke and she knows what it's like to be and in addition to that she gave half of her money to her mom, yep. is what she says, and her mom lost it all. So she knows how that feels, too. I I just didn't realize how, like, perfect and important of a character she was. And then right at the end when she's like, let me buy your stuff. And, and Alexis then Alexis is like, is like, I can't no, do that to I you. I need to, like, do this myself now. And, and Which she, character growth. Which also, Twilight understands that, too. Mm-hmm. She's like, get it. Perfect. Great. That's awesome. I love her. She's I, not insistent. She's not like weird about anything. She's just like, you know, when I was young, my mom did this and this happened. And it's always funny, right? Mm-hmm. It's always in a comedic way. But like knowing that she came from nothing, has a ton of money now, and has seen like how those two dynamics affect you is crazy. And the humility behind her as well. And yeah. wanting to stay continue working at the diner and the, yeah. the only difference is that she wants to just, buy it she just loves it just because she loves the diner and yeah. then she like she loves it so much that she does buy it because mm-hmm. it's the thing that makes her happy yep and and like really prioritizing her money in that way i don't know i just found that i know so good she's I, the only character that i really cannot stand no matter i've, I've watched it's creek probably like 14 15 times yeah. through now like i it's not i i love it so much um, I do not like the Bob character. I hate yeah. that character. I think he's there to be terrible the whole time. And I think the, the reason I think that is because at the end when Gwen finally leaves him and he's just so sad and you're like, I actually don't care. I don't care at all. Enough. But there have been people that have. Like I follow the Shits Creek. There's a, I follow, I follow a lot of things, but uh-huh. there's a Shits Creek one that I follow and, and there's multiple posts talking about how much they love Bob. And I'm sitting here like, Someone explain to me valid reasons as to why you love this character. He's like cringe, cringe He's comedy. He's icky. Yeah. It, maybe, Especially this is controversial episode. too, but it, it's like Michael Scott for me where I'm like, I can't watch Michael Scott. I hate him so much. Yeah. Can't watch The Office. It's so cringy. I also it, have a hard time with The so Office. It's so hard. And I understand why people watch it and I'm super happy that you can watch it without crying. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I like hear anything that michael says and i'm like yeah yeah i'm not i'm not super keen on michael scott either but yeah i love jim and pam oh yeah and there are moments that i think are so funny but i'm a parks and rec girl 
Mm, for sure. I'm a Schitt's Creek person. I, I, <laughs> I, I think I'd rather watch that show than any of the others. I'm not a sitcom person in general. Yeah. That's so true. hate Friends. I hate, uh, I don't know, almost any sitcom. I don't like it that much. Parks and Rec was funny. I think I think they found a good balance with Parks and Rec. Yeah. But, like, The first and last season show. was disappointing in Parks and Rec. But the seasons the in between were okay. good. Anyways. Interesting. I feel like, like I'm learning sitcoms. so much. But um, another thing that I thought about was... Um, in Schitt's Creek, like coming out stories, yeah, are like so cool and interesting. And the way that they handle it in Schitt's Creek, I think, is beautiful. So interesting. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. Um, because the, the one thing that I didn't like as I first watched it, watched it, was like, how come Patrick feels like he's not dimensioned? Like, he's just someone who exists, and then they get together. And that's kind of it. And then late in the later seasons, they kind of go mo- a lot more into his backstory with like his fiance coming into town. Uh-huh. That's when I think it gets really good, and his parents coming, Flower and all of that. All of that I mm-hmm. think is really really interesting. But it made me think like you are a person who has a lot of friends who are gay, uh, and have heard a lot of coming out stories. Yeah, probably. I'm often the first person they tell. Yeah, and I think that that's really interesting and nice. And I wanted to ask you why you think that is. Why I'm the first person that they tell, or both? Like, why do why do people feel comfortable? Oh, um, because I I think more people should strive for that. Yeah, I don't. This is I, a, it's huge a huge diversion from what yeah. we started talking about. <laughs> I feel like it's well, it kind of goes into what I wanted to bring up too. Yeah. Um, just in regards to like dating, but, um. One, I'm incredibly honored that I'm the first person that people tell. And and this is not, by the way, I just want to make it clear that, like, this is something that I am putting on Tana. It's not something that she is, like, bragging about. Like, you're not, you're not the, you're not the type of person to be like, (laughs) you're not the type of person to be like, all the gays love me. All the gays love me. Jennifer Coolidge, what did she say in, in that, the Christmas gay movie that we love so much? Oh my gosh. I don't know why, but the gays just... Love me. <laughs> uh, single all the way. Yeah, single all the way. <laughs> I loved that movie. I hated the the one part of that movie that I hated was the weird dancing there's a, thing. There's but... a few weird parts. It's a it's a Hallmark movie <laughs> um, on Netflix. On watch Netflix. it, everybody. You should totally watch it. It's amazing. Um, um but to but I think you've it's because... just cultivated something around yourself that has like developed a very good thing for people. And and not even just gay people, but people who are different, yeah, are very comfortable around you. I think it's because I myself am different. Like I'm just weird. That's true. And it, <laughs> it's true. Like, and that's I don't take that offensively. I I don't know. I man, this is like um when I was little, I've always you know I've had a really really loud laugh, and I've always just kind of been that kind of like ah person um and you can see what especially when i'm comfortable around somebody i you see different levels of me but i'm always constantly like my thing is like acceptance and love Mm -hmm. and do not please do not assume anything about my family and what i'm about to tell you um but my we went snowmobiling one year and this will always stay with me 
we went snowmobiling and I was sleeping in, I was sleeping with my favorite cousin and, um, she was out cold. Everybody was snoring, but my grandma and grandpa thought everybody was sleeping and they were in the bed next to us. Cause we, Lindsay and I really wanted to sleep next to them. Yeah. And they were talking about us and, um, <laughs> earlier in that day, I had cousin? got, they were, ta- they were talking about just, so the, just family. the family okay. and early in the day I'd gotten in trouble for laughing. And, and they were like, you're being too loud. And, and I remember saying, why can't you just accept that's my laugh? Like, why can't you just accept that? And my grandma brought that up to my grandpa. And my grandpa said, because you're stinking annoying. And he said that. Said that to you? He said that about me. He thought everybody was asleep. And I wasn't asleep. I couldn't sleep because I can't sleep when people snore. Yeah. Um, and so as soon as I heard that, I got up and I went and I slept in the TV room. And my dad was watching TV. And I didn't talk to my... Did they notice? I think they did mm-hmm. because the next day my grandma was trying really hard and I looked around and I was like, I'm too loud. Remember? And oh, that like that haunts me. Yeah. And, and th- I know that that's not like anywhere near what people experience in regards to like coming out or, or that. But I, I know what it feels like to feel like your family is thinks you're annoying or, um, shouldn't be there or, yeah. or doing something that just really annoys them. And so I think that was something for me to be like, I'm going to be that for other people. Like I'm not, I might not want to spend a lot of time with you because you might be a lot and you might take a lot of my, (laughs) my, my energy, Same. but that doesn't mean that I don't love you and I will still make time for you. Like if you want to be around me, I will schedule time. Um, but in regards to members of the, the community, um, my heart breaks because Though I'm pan-romantic, I am heterosexual. So I will, if I ever find a husband, it will be man. It will be a man. Mm -hmm. And that's normal for people. Um, But it's not for, well, it hopefully is going to continue to becoming like a normal thing. Um, But I also feel so much love from that community. Like the first, the first pride that I went to after like ever um, was after I came home from my mission and I went with my really good friend, Zach, who is lovely. Mm-hmm. I went with him in 2019. Um, I actually felt more. Was, lo- wait, was that the, when I came or no, him? I went in 2018. Okay. I was like, it was after mermaid. Sure. It was okay. after mermaid. Yeah. So it was the year before. Yes. Cause we went in 2019. Yeah. And I ha- had been home from my mission at that point for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And I had not felt the same love Sit, that I had not really felt the kind of love that I had felt on my mission until I went to Pride. And it just more solidified for me how much I just love the community. But I love I love just this concept of accepting people for who they are. And, and so I think that's why people come out to me or, mm-hmm. or gravitate towards. I even have an employee that actually just recently came out to me and he was like, shaking and so scared to tell his boss. And I was like, you don't have to, like, I, you feel, feel your feelings. Please do. But, oh no, I hit the microphone. Oh crap. I just messed it up. Um, It'll never be the same again. Oh crap. Just kidding. Actually, that's true. Um, but I, I, I will reiterate this. I said this a couple episodes ago. I will love you for who you are yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Like, I always will. That's just how I am because I go back to... Th- I, I think about that a lot. Like, those those moments of, like, you're being too loud or 
mm-hmm. you're too much or you're too fat. You don't fit this. Like, like I don't, I've experienced it. And so I don't, I don't want other people that I come in contact with to feel that from me. So, so I think that's beautiful. why. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've always, yeah, I've been curious about that because, or, or what your perception of that is, I guess, because like, you have to know that like people probably more than other people come to you who are members of the community. And I was just wondering what your thoughts were of that and why that is. I think, I think a lot of it too is like, there's a genuineness that exists in you that is non, like, especially in Utah, we exist in a place that is very entrenched Mm -hmm. in shame culture. Mm -hmm. Um, and sexuality is very much linked to that, gay or straight. Yep. Um, the only problem with being gay in this culture where we are is that you can never express that side of you. Yeah. Um, and still be in good standing with this society, mm-hmm. with this culture. So um, here it's such you you have like you exude such a genuine um non-judgmental like thing and i think i think no offense i think this it's true what you said of being weird (laughs) is like is you being genuine because Mm -hmm. here that's not normal yeah there's not like people are too afraid of it to be who they actually are. Or to be silly or goofy. Mm-hmm. People are always trying to be protective or put on a mask. And here, that's so tangible. So, like, to see someone that's so different, I think, is, like, very unique and nice. You're very kind. And I think that that is a huge part of it, too. Do but you I, remember I the wondering. guy that I matched with almost three years ago on, on Sarah's birthday on August 30th? He... We, we have been on and off for the, like, just, just chatting, like, and maybe gone on like a total of five dates. Mm -hmm. But anyways, he messaged me on Thursday and he was like, Hey, do you want to get together? And I was like, sure. Because in January I messaged him and I was like, I continue thinking about you. And the only reason I can think that is because you're supposed to be in my life in some way, shape or form. And I feel maybe it's because we're supposed to be together okay, or whatever, like at least try. And he was like, let's do it. And so I was, I was trying, like, I kept trying to be like, Hey, when are you available? And I was finally, I got to the point where I was just leaving the ball in his court. Yeah. And so I was like, well, okay, he's not trying. And so I just kind of moved on. Right. And then he texted me on Thursday and he was like, do you want to get together? And I was like, sure. Yeah. And I was fully planning on getting together with him and with love being like, um, so this is not this great. is if, yeah. if we do this, I need you to put an effort too because I'm one, I'm incredibly busy. I work yeah. two full-time jobs now like and I'm finally being paid for that, right? Yeah. whereas before I was working two full-time jobs and not. Yeah. Um, plus my part-time job and my performing. So like I'm just busy. If I'm gonna make effort, I want there to be effort returned. yeah like I'm gonna match the energy. And so I was planning on talking to him about that. but act on the way here to this room, I got a text message from him. Yeah. And he was basically like, I am really sorry. I realized that I am not in a good place to date. Um, he goes, 
and I was thinking about it like, I'm sorry for wasting your time, but I reached out to you because there's just something about you that I don't see in a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. I was like, and I was like, to be completely honest, I feel like you haven't tried and, and I really liked you, but more than anything, I just want you to know that like, I'm your friend. Like if you, if you need that, like if we don't date cool, I don't care. At this point, it's been three years and you haven't really no effort. put much effort into it. Like, he's come and he's done... He, I will say he has put effort in. Like, the first, like, big hangout was a bunch of gays and then me and him. <laughs> and and we played games. And, yeah. and it was fun. But he never made me laugh, which is a huge thing. Like, I want to be able to laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, he made me laugh, nervous laugh. But it wasn't like the cackle that you guys hear when Jace makes me laugh, right? Um, and I want to have that kind of thing with a romantic partner. And yeah. and at the same time, I'm like, well, we've only in the last three years got together a total of five times. And three of those were alone and not really had an opportunity to like laugh. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of like... That's really kind of you. He actually, sorry, I hit the microphone. He paid me a compliment that I don't remember the word he used, but I was like, whoa. I had to look it up because I was like, I've never heard that word before. But it was essentially how he described me of like unabashedly loving. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'm glad that you feel that. And I'm glad that you felt that. And that's what keeps having, like bringing you back to me. Um, But like maybe... Maybe figure your stuff out before you reach out. Cause like I am looking yeah. for my partner. Like I, I'm 33 now and I'm, I'm like genuinely ready for that. Mm-hmm. And I keep, I, now this is the third person in the last eight months that I've kind of maybe could have something with. Like the first one was, and I was super excited about that cause we had an incredible mm-hmm. first date, like best date I've ever been on. Yeah. Truly genuinely. And then that crashed and burned because of choices that were not in my control. Sure. And then the whole situation. And now this, and I'm like, I was like, I was kind of excited because I was like, I know he has a very subdued personality, but I've also been told the opposites attract. And, and, and I thought maybe this could work out with, but I'm, I think taking that. And now this three year chapter being closed is like, at least he felt, something that he can look for and like take with him yeah and be like yeah i think because even with you in these in these three people that you were discussing have felt something and you've taken away something from each of those experiences yeah of like this is what i'm looking for this is what i like yeah i liked doing this i liked having this yeah at least with the first two i laughed like they made me laugh more than the others yeah but he's a funny guy he's way funny but yeah okay. thank you for your compliments so that's really yeah. nice <laughs> i appreciate it happy birthday to me <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> um, i was just thinking about coming out stories and things like that yeah do you feel comfortable to share yours yeah i think so because uh, i i've not really heard a lot of it like i know some but i well not a lot you, okay. For me, I, I think I'm a person of extremes in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I think that's why we get along because I myself am the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but maybe emotionally for me, mm-hmm. whereas you, it's like everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, I think I present very subdued yes. often, but emotionally I'm a person of extremes. Yeah. So like when I'm ready something for something, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um, and so like, so I went to BYU, mm-hmm. which is, if you don't know, a Mormon school, mm-hmm. Mormon run private school, uh, for college. And, uh, at BYU, it was fresh off a mission. So like very religious, very like ready to like go get married. Yeah. Right. People always make jokes about BYU. Like if you don't get married at BYU, you're never going to get married. <laughs> Accurate. Um, because everyone's, that's why everyone's there, which is not a great mindset for school. Right. If you, especially as a gay person in a yeah. religion like Mormonism. Yeah. So at BYU, I entered the film program. And the film program is a lot more liberal than other parts of BYU. Yeah. People are more open. There were very, like, more openly gay people there. There were people that, like, I just, would have met for the first time there, if that makes sense, like different from different walks of life. Because mm-hmm. I grew up in Plain City, Utah, which is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> I have Middle such good of memories of Plain City, though. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, more animals than people, that kind of place. Which is probably another reason why I love it. <laughs> um, he went to school with my cousins. Yeah. That's yeah, like Jace has kind of technically always been a part of my life in a weird way. And she's, yeah, we found that out a mm-hmm. little bit later. I don't know why I never put that together until like you, I think you asked me once, do you know this person? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, oh wait, you have the same last name. <laughs> <laughs> We're related. And it's not a common last name either. So. Right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, BYU, I started like, Plain City is not diverse. There's nothing. Yeah. I am the first person who is gay in my dad's family. There's zero other people who have, are, so, so who have me, come out. Who have okay. Come out. I was going to say, like, do you think there's closeted? I don't know. I, I, I think I personally am not comfortable trying to make assumptions. Sure. Sure. Because if people want, like, I'm not going to tell people how to live their lives. If they're sure. going to try to not ever come out, I'm not going to say, you like, do you, just come out. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. So no one else has come out. In my dad's family, so okay. I would be the first one. So in Your Plain mom's City, family? my mom's family, I do have one aunt who's a lesbian. Right on. Um, but she, even she didn't come out until like, much later. I'm much assuming. later. Um, yeah. So, yeah, not a lot of exposure. Um. And so at BYU, you start. I. You first start to meet just different people in general, especially in a liberal arts program. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, at BYU, things just got more and more difficult there as, like, I tried dating or, like, um, tried getting into relationships. I think I kissed, like, one girl, and then I was like... Not for me! Not for me! (laughs) Well, we... And then, like, later, we were like, oh, should we start dating? And then I was like, yeah, I guess. And then later that night, I had a panic attack and texted her, and I was like, no, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So sad. Uh, I'm not uh, laughing at the situation. I'm just, it's comical. Yeah, it is funny. No, it's so, it's very funny. (laughs) 
in the moment probably sucked royally hippogriff but it was it was like just emotionally very taxing yeah to be in that environment where like even if i wanted to express something i would be kicked out of school right and because um, it's against the honor code because it's against the honor code even more so now where they explicitly say even like same-sex romantic behavior is not allowed they um, changed their policy they did and they have what the f- um so as of even like a couple weeks ago that's how they changed it so okay um so i went through all of that and then after byu i kind of came to the realization that like i need something to like clear my head a little bit i moved to australia this is where i this is what i know um i was yeah so i moved to australia and um didn't go well i loved australia and i love the people that i um met there but I was still, like, going to church and, like, trying to, like, iron things out. Australia has very attractive people there. Yeah, they do. So I was like, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, very long story short, I ended up in a hospital for a little bit. Um, and that's when I was like, okay, I need to, I need to come home. Because mm-hmm. the plan was to, like, maybe live there. Uh. So, but after that happened, I was like, I need to come home and I need to just like iron my life out. So I came home, started working a lot. I was doing freelance film stuff. So I was working on TV shows and movies a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, in the film world, like there's a lot of diversity, a lot of different people and a lot of very openly gay people who were so kind and, and wonderful. And I think... I was living in a situation where it would not have been okay if I had come out, but I, um, I remember the night that I switched my like Bumble or Tinder or whatever to both genders. <laughs> and you, when you do that very quickly, you realize, oh, I'm only swiping on men. <laughs> <laughs> and oh so, gosh. so I'm like, I just need to do this. Yeah. So, uh, I went on like maybe a date while I still lived there. Is but this it, with our mutual friend, or an Aussie? Uh, was this after you came home? Yeah, after I came home. Okay, where were so you like, living before you moved into? Uh, I was living basement. in a little house in Orem. Okay. So with some very like conservative people. Um, okay. I actually I kind of came out to one of my roommates who was very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt. <laughs> Guilty because he wanted to be friends after, but I was just not in a headspace, and I was, like, still very scared. Are you friends so, with him now? No. Uh, I don't talk to him at all. So then I moved in with our friend, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny because I moved in. That night she was dating someone. I won't say who. But so they were together, like, on a couch, and we were watching a movie. And I was, like, sitting on the couch, like, scrolling on Bumble. <laughs> and dudes Mm -hmm. and after the guy and after the guy had left i can't remember what she said but she was like like i can't remember what happened exactly because like part of it is very nervous about everything yeah and also concussion brain yeah yeah i have a concussion brain Mm. i can't remember exactly what she said but she's like what are you like I think she made a joke while the other dude was there. And she's like, 
you, you like scrolling with dudes or something? And I was like, huh? And then he left. Huh? And then <laughs> later I was like, so just so you know, like, I was. And Lauren was like one of the first people that I had come out to. Yeah. Maybe even the first. She's great too, though. She's wonderful. She's really and and I, that was, I had just moved in with her and I knew that it would be okay there. Like I knew that I would be okay there. Um, I love her so much. <laughs> and, I, and I think she just started laughing. She was like, of course. <laughs> and she's like, I can't believe, like, everyone, I can't believe, like, she just, you know, Lauren. Went on her rant, yeah. You know, Lauren, she went it. on her rant. <laughs> and then um, she's like, obviously it's okay, but, like, how how does this always happen? <laughs> I don't know. It was just very funny. How does this always happen that, like, you're a hot dude? And... I don't know. Oh, okay. But something. <laughs> and I don't know what the exact thing was. But it was very okay, funny. Okay, but that's a fair question. Always, the, the men that women tend to gravitate for, towards do not play on our team. And we're always like. <laughs> but no, she's, she's like, of course it's okay. Um, And from there, like, very supportive of, like, when I would go on dates and stuff. Uh-huh. So very and very slowly, I I think I even took Tess and Babette out to dinner once and was like, just so you know. And and I was having I think I was having a hard time bringing it up. And Babette was like, Lauren already told us, <laughs> which you can't like don't come out for people. But it, I was like in this situation where it's two very close friends who I knew really well. I was like, fine, that's great. Yeah, that's wonderful. And then I was like, OK, great. And then we just had dinner. For my parents, it was tricky because I had been sure. dating for about six months before I told them. Yeah. Um, and not because I think I think people have a misconception of like gay people don't tell people because it's uncomfortable. It's not like necessarily. And this is my story. Like not. This is not, not rejecting everyone. on anybody people, else. People are genuinely unsafe in their families. And that is a totally different thing. Yeah. It was not because I thought my parents were going to, like, hurt me or, like, cut me off. Mm -hmm. It's just... It's a vulnerable it's a, thing. It's a vulnerable thing with a mental block. And when you come, I think, from the society that we come from, again, there's a lot of shame associated even with emotions and, again, with sex. So, um, so there's a lot of questions. I think, I think a big part of it is that there's a lot of questions that come up after you come out. Yeah. Are you still going to go to church? Are you still going to try to be whatever? Are you having sex? Are you, um, like... Are you still going to live the standards? Are you we, keeping the yeah. word of wisdom? Like, yeah. there's there's a ton of stuff that just comes with that. Yeah. And I think that, to me, was more uncomfortable than, like... And again, just my thing. That was, like, the more difficult conversation than just coming out. Yeah. Because I think there are things that your parents, like, find or notice that they're like, oh, maybe. Like, porn. Sure. I think that's the thing that every parent just finds. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> as children, we don't know how to cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Ew. yeah, coming out to my parents, I was just like, <laughs> just so you know. And this is when I was in, like, kind of a relationship. This is before Jonathan. Yeah. Um, And I was like, so I was like, I have to tell them. And so it was just like a really hard time when I'm like, and how did they react? I love my father so much. Yeah. My dad is the epitome of someone who's charitable and kind. Yeah. We're going way over. I'm so sorry. I'm here uh, for the long run. <laughs> I'm just worried that this episode is going to be a thousand years long. I'm so sorry. 
Um, Don't apologize. We have people watch the whole episode. <laughs> wild. Uh, or listen to the whole episode. Sure. I, so my mom, my mom definitely tried to take the forefront where she's like, are you, are you happy? Great. And that was kind of her thing. And my mom's always been a little bit more, I think, liberal, Open. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think that's typical, probably. Like, the dad is the one that people are generally afraid of. Because, like, I think Stereotypes. masculinity and you have, like, a, a thing in your head about what your dad wants you to be. I yeah. think I think Stereotypes. that that's just a thing, yeah. Um, And I, I'll never forget something that my dad said, which was heartbreaking for me at the time. And, again epitome of charity like and now would never say this yeah but i think you have a gut reaction that you say and that's how it is and i'll also say that my brother's relationship is like strong but like very much because of him getting married no longer sees my parents hardly ever oh because of my sister-in-law so i think he was thinking a lot about that too and i don't think it was just directed at me but uh, I think he said, growing up, like, you just have a certain expectation of your life and your family, and it's really hard when your life doesn't meet that expectation. And as someone, like, who's trying to be vulnerable and come out to that, that's, like, so heartbreaking of, like... Cool, I'm a letdown. E- exactly. Yeah. And and not only that, but, like, this is, like, the most comfortable I've ever been. Yeah. And this is the most genuine I've ever been able to be. And that is not what your expectations were. Like me being happy was not in your expectations because it was not in the way that you wanted me to be. And so that was like, probably, I think that was truly, and I'm so lucky for this, the most difficult part of my coming out process. Yeah. And I'm so lucky for that because I know that people get thrown out. I'm I'm fortunate because I've been living away from my parents since I was 19. So like it's I've never been I've always been on my own anyways, doing my own thing. Yeah. And uh I'm also very lucky because I got through school by working and paying off. I didn't have debts because BYU is very cheap. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for that. And so I didn't like need them. <laughs> I'm obviously like emotionally you want, want them, your parents, yeah. but I didn't need them. So I think because of that, I was able to like be de- a little bit more detached from that. And uh, again, my situation, I'm very grateful for. I know people have like way worse circumstances. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that's like the whole story basically from there. It's like, it's yeah, that's yeah. kind of it from there. Went on, I was in a couple, like, kind of relationships mm-hmm. here for Jordan. Very, yeah. <laughs> There's a guy that I dated who Lauren always referred to as Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> because he was. And also bald. <laughs> yeah. Um, Listen, which is funny. Date for money, not learn to love. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he doesn't watch this. He was very nice. Him. Everyone that I dated was so nice. I, that's the other thing that I'm so grateful for, too, is that I never had... I, well, I had a couple of bad experiences, but, like, none of them were, like, terrible. Yeah. Um, and even when I was broken up with or whatever, it was, like, not terrible. 
Because, well, also there's that factor of like, yeah, I knew that this is not the relationship. Like, this is not the end all be all for me. Yeah. Like, you you, can't, you just subconsciously well, know that. I don't know. The, there, there was one that I was like, oh, that sucks. Sure. But I think also, like, feeling that you missed a big chunk of your dating life. And yeah. like and, and not starting dating until you're 25. Yeah. Like I didn't get my high school moments and things like that. Really? Yeah. So there's a there's a portion of that where you're like this is still an experiment. And I think having and maintaining that mindset especially right after you come out is really important. Yeah. Because everyone's experimenting. Even the even the toxic gays who are terrible to you, obviously get out of a horrible relationship. Um but they too are like just experimenting. Yeah. They didn't start dating. Even even the people that were so accepting probably didn't start dating until after high school. Probably not. So they're still in that like yeah. process, which is crazy. Dating in general is it's wild. trash. And so and so like doing it later is hard yeah. as an adult. It, which you know. It is very hard. And it's disappointing a lot of the times because it's yeah. like like because it feels just, like, am I not good enough for you? And and also like, when you're starting to date, when you date earlier in life, your goals start to meld together a little bit more already, and and you do that later as you date more and like whatever. But it's hard because as an adult, your goals are set. Yeah. And it's hard to like compromise. Yeah, it's so much harder as an adult because you're you're headed in a direction and it's hard, so hard to alter that direction yeah. because you've established yourself somewhere. And it's really frustrating when you're willing to do that and then people are like, "Eh." You're mm. like But it all it's yeah. also like you have the the factor of being gay and there's that that struggle there, right? Like cuz even I'm watching my sweet roommate Tyler go through this and he's constantly being judged by what he looks like. And the same thing for my, myself. I know that there are people out there who are attracted to plus size individuals, sure. but it's usually a fat fetish and it's not like a genuine to, to be fetishized over. Yeah. Instead of like genuinely weird. attracted. And like, especially, I know especially as an adult, because then they're like, send me nudes. Yeah. It's not about, it's not about anything. dating. Like, it's just want, don't, I, I, I don't want to like, get to know you. I want sexual gratification. Exactly. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like being attracted or being being having people attracted to you is flattering. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it makes just you feel so good, but it only goes so far. Yeah, it's like I'm worth more than just that. And then there are moments where I'm like, dude, I look good. Like in yeah. my costume for my current show, I've never felt more like not like hot. <laughs> I've, but I've never felt that. Like I've in any of the shows I've ever been, and I'm like, oh, I like what I look like. Yeah. This one, I'm like, you look hot. I'm like, I'm here for it. And I'm like, dude, get, your, get yourself somebody who can to be clear relatively pull off a troll look. You look, you look hot. <laughs> In Cru- Cruella? No, always. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. I you still, I still think about kind. that day when you came in your like swimsuit outfit, and I was, you were like, "Ha, ah, this is a swimsuit." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, that's the swimsuit I wear under my. I'm wearing well, it as like a leotard. You look great. Thanks. All the time. But I just, I mean, you're gay. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the, the one downside is like the people who think I look good are either women or gay men, but I still look good. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't, but that's, that's the frustrating thing is like sometimes plus size people can't lose the weight because of like, 
also, PCOS and you're still judged for that. You know, it's frustrating too of like people get mad at people for being fat. And yeah. They're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> okay, I'll go to the gym. And then you get made fun of for going to the gym as a fat person. Mm-hmm. And then like you lose And sometimes and you going lose the to the gym doesn't actually do anything. Yeah. You can, for me personally, I, I've done the whole thing. I don't do fad diets because I know they don't work. Like you will gain the weight back and then some. Absolutely. At some point. But I've tried to change the way that I eat, like more but fruits also, and veggies and less at, red meat. Look at like Lizzo. Yeah. Who fit a f co- controversial person right now? Yeah, she is controversial. Which I'm not I'm not like. But we're talking about her health. I'm right? not talking we're about talking, her lifestyle. I'm yeah. just talking about her. Yeah. Um, but she is vegan. Yep. Eats lots of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Doesn't eat meat, Mm-mm. so not a lot of fats, and dances every f-ing night. And she's still she's still a plus size individual. Yeah. So like, what do you want? What do you want us to do? Yeah. And and then even in like, I think a very frustrating part about the gay community sometimes is even when a man like loses a lot of weight, you have a lot of extra skin, and to get that surgery is very expensive. Yeah. So like, and then you're just and for then being you're saggy. for being saggy. Yep. So like, it's like there's, we've already lost. Can't you just <laughs> what I I ask this all the time, but why can't people just be kind? Why can't people mind their own business? That too, but like also, if you're not gonna mind your own business, at least be kind. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do what you're doing, and making awful comments about people, why don't you open yourself up a little bit to be like, well, why are you this way? Let me, let me yeah. learn a little bit. Yeah. And like people are trash. Sorry, like I, I believe yeah. in love. Like I, not like romantic. Well, I do for other people. It sure. doesn't has never worked out for me, but. I believe in perpetuating love. I have a, I like for me personally, that's come from cultivating a relationship with the savior, with Jesus Christ and, and what he stands for. You might not believe in it, but for me, I'm like the version of Christ that's in my head is someone who loves no matter what. A genuine, unconditional. a genuine, unconditional, very much like a dog loves yeah. you unconditionally. Jesus is a dog. <laughs> There's a reason that? why have it's spelled those? backwards. Have you seen those? The like stickers or memes or whatever that are like God is a woman. Yes, I have. It's God is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> we okay. We're not. <laughs> we're not. I don't. I don't know. I'll blaspheme. <laughs> I'll I. I don't know. But for me, I just feel better about. I don't. I don't. You live your own life. Yeah. You're gonna live. But for me, I'm gonna continue to do what I believe, which is to just love people. Yeah. And again, I'm not perfect at it. There are people that really, really bug me. Like really bug me. And I just choose not to spend time with you. Yeah. But I'm not gonna blatantly be a I think that's that's the overall takeaway from the episode is like Don't be a be a d- and but yeah. be be willing to accept yourself as you are. You're who you're lit you're here and you have good. You have worth. Yeah. I, I think we lose a lot of time thinking about tomorrow. Yeah. Just live. I mean, you should probably, Being, you know, plan things, but like, but, enjoy but I mean, in the sense right of now. like, oh, like when I lose 20 pounds yeah. or, oh, when I can, when I can fit into these jeans, when I find someone who loves me yeah, or, oh, when I, whatever it's, it's like so much more fulfilling yeah. to be present every day. Wow. It was good. Life's laugh track. So funny. <laughs> we Okay, but <laughs> life is, you laugh at it, right? But you also yeah. have some serious, it, life's laugh track, life's track. There's just, 
it's all encompassing. Sometimes you have to laugh through all the really hard things too. Absolutely. I think that's... And we're very good at that because we have been slapped a lot in our life. (laughs) Yeah. Cinderella says it best. You must always have courage and be kind. Yeah. That's that's, that's what I put in all my bios and my playbills. And I'm going to show. That's really nice. And on that note, if you want to follow us <laughs> on the thingies, we it's it's Life's Life's La- Laugh Track. Or is it Laugh Track with J&T? Right? I thought it was. On, on, on all the episodes that I've watched, it's Life's Laugh Track oh. with J&T. Great. I hope it's that. Yeah. This stuff will be at the end of the episode, <laughs> but subscribe share this with your friends please send us emails we're look we would love to hear from you guys and like actually start responding yeah um instead of just talking to us in person which please continue to talk to us in person but like send us some stuff you can dm us you can email us yeah and um follow us on individual thingies it's jace van m jace van m and tenanigans as well as you're the ones i want and um I'm Tenanigans. I'm really tired. <laughs> Have courage and be kind.